1: Liberty, waves, coming. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, under God. indivisible, with liberty with and liberty justice, justice for all for all. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chrisanne Hall Daily Journal. Chrisanne Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome to the show, my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall. Hello, thank you. Boy, you set them off <clears throat> yesterday, or Friday, uh, Thursday, rather. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, your, your definition of conservative.
0: Oh, that uh, You
1: knew they were going to flip out on you with your definition of conservative on Thursday. Yeah? Yeah.
0: I mean, it's kind of the point, I guess, to get people thinking.
1: I forgot to show you the comment on YouTube. I'll let you respond to if if you like and deal with that. About that, about conservative. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. people got their feelings hurt. Yeah, well, based on what you said.
0: Yeah, that's kind of the point. I mean, you know, the whole because some people will think and then question or whatever. I mean, you're not going to break through tribalist as long as they embrace and operate on tribalism. You know, I mean, I, I listen. I so. Let me make this this clear for for these guys. I understand what true conservatism is. Okay, which is my entire point. If you go back and look at conservatism as it was articulated decades ago, right, most of what operates under the banner of conservatism is not that. Right. Okay. So probably the people getting angry at me are in fact true conservatives. Okay. Right. I get that. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. The point I'm trying to make is now the label is used includes all these this neoconservative stuff that's Marco really Marco
1: Rubio, yeah, that
0: that Jeb Bush, Jeb that really, Bush, that really is not conservatism. Okay, so I understand they're different brands, George uh, Bush and probably, George Bush, yeah, and the people angry are not in the category I'm referring to. So my point in this is since conservatism. Is, is really at this point not a a sort of fixed standard or ideology in, in using that description, okay? Then why not, like I would call myself, if I'm going to label myself, constitutionalist, a liberty supporter, okay? Those are clear terms right. because they are tied to a definite standard. Each one of those things, constitution is, is a document. It's written. It has written history. It has clear definitions. Liberty... Is is pretty well a clear de- definition of what that is and means. Conservatism, since you know, which is evidenced by the very fact that we're having this argument, mm-hmm. uh, is really no longer a fixed set of ideals. For instance, conservatism, decades ago, as articulated by you know those that are, were really laying out the mm-hmm. philosophy. Mm-hmm. Was very anti-war, anti-interventionism for the right, most part. Right. Well, that's the opposite of right. what conservatism is today. Conservatives, on the whole, support you know the ideology of of oh my God, here's a boogeyman. Let me take your liberty so I can protect you. They support Patriot Act and things like that. So if you're a true, if you're a true conservative, meaning you adhere to. You know, conservative as it was articulated decades ago, and Mm -hmm. you say, "Hey, I'm a conservative. I don't support the Patriot Act." Well, I humbly submit to you: you are now an anomaly under the banner of conservative. You're you're a throwback. Okay, so
1: can I say it this way, JC? Let me say this, and I'll
0: be done. So you can fight for that label. That's fine. I get it. And so you're upset that I'm attacking the label because you know you're a true conservative, and those other guys are imposters. I understand that. My point is why why go under that label and align yourself with the likes of rubio bush at all why not be clear
1: so here's the thing words change in their definition over the years and today a liberal is not what a liberal was when Thomas Jefferson and James Madison and George Washington were called liberals. They were called liberals because they believed liberty was a gift from God. That is not the definition of liberal today. Why not call yourself a classical conservative, like we talk about the classical liberals when we refer to... Because in in the constitutional world, when constitutionalists who study the Founders Papers speak about that term liberal, we are very clear because we make the distinction... We mean a classical liberal, meaning referring to those people who are Locke liberal, who are liberty liberal, who are gift from God liberals.
0: Yep. So. So
1: don't don't hold on to something uh, to to the detriment of your own reputation.
0: Well, okay. To, to, let me play devil's advocate just for a second on that, and and I totally everything you said is correct. Now, someone could say, and I agree with to an extent. That's not necessarily a legit reason to abandon right, okay, I'm gonna give up this title. Like if somebody said if everybody's running around you know saying I'm a Christian and they're doing non Christian things, then do I have to stop calling myself a Christian? So so I get that. I totally get that. I understand that nothing wrong with that. But here here's the thing. What I'm saying is a clearer thing uh is if I say constitutionalist, well, the constitution doesn't change. Now people interpreting it that changed but my point is that's a written standard i can go look at it so you can find out when i say i'm a constitutionalist you can go find out what i believe and it's not H- how change.
1: about this how about we just don't label i mean seriously right. why do i even I, that's why people are like are you a republican are you a libertarian who are you what do you are you a conservative no i don't do labels don't label me uh judge me by the fruits that i bear yeah. not by the name that I call <laughs> me. You know, case in point, all right? Marco Rubio, conservative, has proposed a family a federal family leave bill with money from social security. Okay, seriously, we have extra money in social security laying around somewhere because <laughs> the last time I heard, social security was practically bankrupt. Now a conservative does not espouse socialist propaganda like this. Right. But they call him a conservative. Look at this. Work this is these are Marco Rubio's words. If you're watching us on YouTube right now, I've got them up there for you. Working parents today are often trapped in a series of no-win situations. You choose to have one parent stay at home and you can't afford the house close to your place of work or possibly can't afford to buy a home for your family at all. Have both parents work and watch childcare costs cancel out most of at least one or two of your incomes and take time off work right after having a new child only to spend less time with them for the rest of their childhood because you need a second job to pay off the debt from your unpaid parental leave. So today we are proposing a change to Social Security to apply it to the challenges of our time you know j c this screams to me so many things what is and i'm I'm just gonna throw this to you as the as the the you know the layman guy what is this affinity this and I believe it's trained that we have in America this aversion not affinity this aversion that we have to sacrificing for things that are important well i I don't understand this.
0: Well, it's this it's a shift like when you, what you talk about self-governance, it's people not self-governance. It's a shift away from individual responsibility, individual accountability, you know, and and you know, I think you said before like you had the the, the sort of old days pick your up pick yourself up by your bootstraps kind of mentality. And it's just that's just not it anymore. Now, and this is the thing, and I'm going to keep saying this. I don't care you get mad all you want, block me, say whatever you want. I don't care. Whatever. This is not...
1: This is, don't stop listening to the Chris Ann Hall show, though. <laughs>
0: hey, whatever. I don't care. This is... So this is not... Oh, he's not a real conservative. This is not atypical for conservative. Right. I mean, come on. So, Al got mad at me on, on Facebook. You know, oh, who are you talking about? List of names. Well, Al, my list would be several thousand names, okay? Mm-hmm. The easier thing would be for you to list the, quote-unquote, true conservatives. Mm-hmm. Who Who are they? Because I think of... You think of, for instance... Uh, th- these think tanks and policy groups, like Heritage Foundation, come on, Heritage Foundation—they were the ones that that started the whole Obamacare mm-hmm. idea. I mean, all the principles of Obamacare—that didn't is, come from liberals. That come—that came from the premier conservative think tank. And you could Trump, go down. Is Trump
1: a true conservative? You could go down the list. Is Trump too conservative? Because he I, tweeted out yesterday, the other day that the Republicans will be the party of he- of federal health care. That is not a conservative ideology.
0: Okay, I, listen. I So I think that last statement that you made, this is my point, no offense, it's a nonsensical statement. Because here, mm-hmm. what, what is a conservative? Right. Because, you know, like 50% of the country would say, yeah, Trump's a conservative. Then they would say this one's a conservative, Beck's a conservative, you know, all these are conservatives. Mm-hmm. How, how is it they're all conservatives? And so this group of conservatives supports, uh, you know, socialist health care, basically. This group of conservatives supports, uh, you know, police state policies. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this group of conservatives does not. So, what does conservative even mean? I mean, I think it's stupid. I, this. So well, the first, I, just, the first I want to talk
1: about this thing about with Marco Rubio okay, so and his family leave thing. I just, don't want to be hung on this right, conservative thing all right. day. Well, but, that's what I was going
0: yeah. the, the, to say. First off, the whole discussion to me is completely f- a fruitless waste of time arguing over these labels. But I'm going to continue to hold my position. Conservative has become a meaningless term because there is no fixed where, where are the planks? Ooh, 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 like like you can go to the Republican Party, whatever, and they write down, this is what we stand for. This is what we, what we believe. Where is the conservative website? This is what conservatives believe. And so, so give me a standard that we can measure this by. Otherwise, I just have to base my uh, understanding of it on what thousands and thousands and thousands of people who call themselves conservatives, what they do.
1: So Marco Rubio proposes this family leave bill. So this is number one. It's government-paid family leave, no matter whether you're a government employee or not, right? Mm -hmm. And it's federal. So you've already got two strikes there. It is a completely socialist plan coming from the same guy who will rant and rail against socialism, right? Socialism's bad, socialism's this, socialism's that. And I simply don't I simply do not buy this paradigm that he sets up that our parents are trapped in a no-win situation. I think that we have that kind of mentality in America and maybe we wonder why the millennials act so spoiled but because we're not willing to sacrifice for things that are important anymore.
0: Liberty's lobbyist, Chris Ann Hall, has now taken control.
1: So welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. And uh, I'm here with my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall. We're talking about this new bill proposed by Marco Rubio to establish federal family leave for Americans, which is a French socialist policy to begin with to take money from social security and pay for family leave with the idea that if you have one parent stay at home to 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 take care of the children you can't afford to buy a house that you want, right? So maybe you can't have the two-bedroom, two-bath, a three-bedroom, two-bath house in the affluent neighborhood, but maybe you think that your child, spending time with your child and raising your child yourself rather than handing them off to the government is more important than a three-bedroom, two-bath house in an affluent neighborhood. I just say that because I know plenty of people, uh, JC and I know plenty of people who have said, you know what, Um, We don't need a two-income household because this is more important to homeschool our children, to raise up our children the way we want them to believe. Now, if you're watching us on YouTube, I have uh, the print of the article up there where Marco Rubio is telling us about this bill. It says, under the proposal, parents could get between 66% and 120% of their weekly pay depending on their income and the length of time they wanted to take off to be with their newborn child. Rubio said the bill would force the parents to eventually pay the money back to Social Security by either delaying accepting Social Security at retirement age for either three or six months or by taking a reduced amount over the first five years of receiving the benefit. So there you have your free paid family leave. Once again, nothing is free. So it's not actually giving you anything. It's, it's taking money from a fund that doesn't have any money to begin with and then turning around and saying, okay, we're loaning you. Is this hard not to wrap your brain around? Social security is your money, is it not? All right. Social Security is your money that the government takes from you by force. So now Marco Rubio is saying, okay, we will loan you your money, but then you have to pay us back our money so we can loan it back to you again later. Isn't that what this is saying? This is really, really disturbing. The way we cannot we, we cannot fathom that this is just simply servitude. Here's my thought. Don't take the Social Security from me in the first place and let me have that money so that my spouse can stay at home and take care of my child.
0: Yeah, it's interesting how the phrase how the phraseology goes that the bill would force the parent to eventually pay the money back to Social Security. So, Mm -hmm. it's Social Security's money. Uh, Hello? (laughs) Not your money. Right. Social Security is loaning you money, not you loaning the government money now they put the label social security on it and it belongs to them so they're loaning it to you you better pay it back to it you better pay us our money back
1: but here was marco's, marco's argument right his argument is a non sequitur to the solution because remember I'll, I'll go back to this page his argument was One person can't afford, you have to have two working people in the house, because if one person stays home, you can't afford the house close to your place of work. You can't afford uh, a, a house to buy on your own at all. This bill does not allow one parent to stay home while the other one goes to work. This bill allows you to have two weeks, two weeks off with your child. How does that how, do, how does that even, can, how does that even match up with Marco Rubio, the problem that Marco Ru- Rubio asserts going to be solved by this family leave program? And it says, importantly, our proposal offers maximum flexibility so that families can determine what type of leave works best for them. What works best for me, Marco Rubio? Don't steal my money in the first place, right? Don't steal my money, don't take my income taxes out of my paycheck because those things are unconstitutional to begin with. You do it in an illegal uh, way that is not equitable to law you know you don't get equal protection under the law for taxes anymore if you ever did
0: FYI this is called, this is termed what they call compassionate conservatism
1: okay Th-
0: that's the brand where they can drop a little socialist drop into it and then make it palatable by the label.
1: So if you both of people in your house make $40,000 a year, if you make $80,000 a year as a couple, your one parent can take two weeks off from work and get 100% of his income, and the other parent could afford to take two months off at 120% of their income. But don't worry, you'll be forced to pay it back later. You can't learn the easy way, you'll learn the hard way Chris and Hall, she's Liberty's lobbyist I fear, JC, the term morality is what needs redefining in America Yeah <laughs> You know what I mean? I just... Uh, we have so many people that operate outside what has classically been termed morality. Now it's okay to steal from my neighbor so that I can take two months off and stay home with my child and still have money but then it's okay for the government to hold a gun to my head yeah. and make me pay it back later.
0: No that's and that's the thing things done in the name of the state you know that would are allowed that wouldn't be allowed for an individual to do. But it's allowed... That's statism.
1: Right, but see, here it is, JC. It's allowed in America in 2019. It's not only allowed in America in 2019, it's... It's accepted. It's actually encouraged. But you know, this is fresh on my mind because I've been in Colorado teaching this whole past week and I've been teaching the history of the Constitution. Do you remember that Charles I in 1625 (laughs) had his own version of Social Security, which he was actually a little bit more transparent about. He called it a forced loan.
0: Forced loan.
1: He called it a forced loan. And the... The English people in 1625, mind you, who were subjects of that king, who called themselves subjects of that king, referred to that forced loan, which is nearly identical to our term of social security, and they referred to it as tyranny. And it brought about a revolution. As a matter of fact, in 1628, the knights who worked for the king refused to enforce his forced loan refused to pay his forced loan refused to even enforce his tax and collect his tax and there was a whole revolution over that in 1628 by a bunch of subjects of a king i mean seriously what kind of an indictment is that on 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 the general american mentality jc's speechless today he doesn't want to know
0: i i don't know I don't want to say much. Can, can I be a curmudgeon
1: again? No, can't be a
0: curmudgeon okay. anymore. Then I'll keep my mouth, because because <laughs> you know Val's gonna yell at me probably because of the first segment. Because you know, I I'd love to do an experiment honestly. What you just had up there, mm-hmm. uh, you know, basically, and and this is how it would go in America today. So I take that, you know, the thing about Marco and all the this is what it's gonna do, and so, you know, people out there. So this is what I'd do. I'd print it out I'd have three copies
1: mm-hmm. okay
0: One I'd put Marco Rubio's name on, one I'd put Obama's name on and one I'd put Trump's name on.
1: Mm. I would put Bernie Sanders instead of Obama. Okay, Bernie Sanders yeah and Bernie you'd get Sanders.
0: and you'd get different reactions mm-hmm. from the same people.
1: yeah that's I, what happens. So that's the tribalism right.
0: where we are because so if Trump said it, it would be okay. Marco Rubio proposed it. It's not okay because we hate that guy. If Bernie Sanders did it, it definitely wouldn't be okay because he's a socialist. Mm-hmm. So that's where we are. And that's the thing of this defending the label of conservative. You're mad because conservative. No, I'm trying to get you to how about base it on principle? How about judge it? So th- that's well, where we that's, are, where because of the mm-hmm. labels and the tribes. You know, that's why we're liberty over
1: security, principle over party, and truth over personality. And I really hope that this doesn't sound like, you know, casting stones and being all harsh. But the bottom line is, we're trying to expose a, a certain amount of, of uh, propaganda in the system that keeps us driving in the wrong direction. We've got to set aside this stuff and keep focusing on what's really, really important uh, we, and we need to be not afraid to call out people even if they call themselves a constitutionalist, even if they call themselves a conservative and and because we don't have any trouble calling out the liberals, we don't have any trouble you know condemning Bernie Sanders, so we ought to have equal opportunity here if truth is the key. Now we have a friend. Who contacted you and he's upset because some family members were were referring to him as a a conspiracy wacko because <laughs> right? Yeah. And so I, I wanna talk about this today because this this whole idea of conspiracy and what our government will and will not do is is simply something that is ignored by the media so the general population is completely unaware of the levels of depravity that our own a gov- our own government has no qualms of, of of achieving yeah so set the background for this JC for me please and because i've got everything lined up here i've got pictures oh, really? and stories okay. and everything
0: well this was this was uh it's just a friend of mine and he's uh, his particular thing i guess he was it was his wife and some counselor were talking and and uh you know he's a guy that doesn't doesn't accept the sort of um official narrative about the 9-11 attack mm-hmm. and all the details and, and whatnot so
1: oh you're a truther
0: yeah, you know that. Beside, beside <laughs> another the label,
1: I need to get one of those flashing things that comes on the screen when we're on our YouTube channel when we label, label, warning label, label. Yeah, need no, a I, and, warning label for labels. I,
0: and I'm, I'm not taking a position. I'm just right, saying right. this is his view. He does. That's
1: his, prob. That's he, his he problem. That's his problem with the family. Is, yeah, he
0: doesn't trust. You know, every, every detail of the official explanation or story, or whatever. <laughs> so
1: you can let's take your information from the tobacco company yeah, or you right. can get it from the bloated government yeah. report
0: so you know so <laughs> sorry, the sorry king so of the, the hill flashback so the wife and the counselor like i mean literally saying you know maybe you're maybe you got some problems so this this is an indication of some mental
1: maybe you're problems, you've got a you know. mental maybe paranoia you're, you're schizophren- crazy yeah, yeah right right
0: and uh because he
1: doesn't trust the government's narrative
0: yeah exactly that's
1: the i mean that's the basic line they think he's crazy because he doesn't trust what the government is feeding right how many of you out there hear that from your friends and family members when you try to talk about things that are going on uh in the world today and you're like look the media is not telling you the truth the government's not telling you the truth and they're telling you you're crazy right
0: yeah. So the the point is, they
1: actually do think you're crazy.
0: Yeah. The point is not you know not that not saying not about you accepting you know the nine eleven truther and all the mm-hmm. all the theories. I'm not going to call them conspiracy theory, but all of the, the theories and alternative explanations. It's not that whether you accept it or not. It's the point of so these people dismissing it out of hand because they can't accept even the possibility that the government would you know do something evil or overlook something or let mm-hmm. allow allow something to happen uh, that would have such heinous consequences. or
1: we intentionally harm the American people Correct. for some kind of of what they might consider the, the bigger picture or the greater good.
0: So my conclusion, my, my position was that it seems to me that the people, First off, you you kind of naturally don't want to accept that. No, you, know, you don't want to a...
1: accept that your government will do yeah, something it, it, like that.
0: It's shocking. It's outrageous. It's we're so not that...
1: Russia. We're not China. What are you talking about?
0: So the cognitive dissonance that's there, but I think at the heart of that is people don't want to don't initially don't want to believe or resist that their government can do evil things because they're unaware of the evil things their government has already done that, that that really just defy the imagination that are so outrageous. Mm -hmm. Um, So I, you know, I wanted to suggest uh, to Joseph, you know, Hey, what if you went to this counselor and you said, Hey, my, my neighbor, she came to me and she said, I think the government is trying to poison my baby or experiment on my baby by putting radioactive material in the baby's milk. I mean, would would the counselor go, that's crazy talk. This lady must be off her rocker. She's some conspiracy theorist, right? But yet, I think it was in 2009 or something like that. No, it was 1993, actually. Okay, so when Bill Clinton... Mm -hmm,
1: 1993.
0: Bill Clinton authorized a huge FISA document dump uh, related to... I think the Department of Defense, the Department of Energy, and mm-hmm. these documents these are these are documents from the government revealing mm-hmm. what the government did. And at that time, they they were actually putting radioactive waste in milk and and different things and experimenting on the American people. Uh, from who, who were,
1: 1945 all the way through the mid 70s. Yeah. So this, I mean,
0: in 1993, he's saying. It, the whole point of this, if you go back in the, the Clinton era when they were doing this, is, hey, we need to get control of this human experimentation and have transparency about what's going on. So still in the 90s... Well, let's stop now. This is Human a
1: experimentation with radioactive material by government agencies. Yeah,
0: so there's stories of uh, documentation of them uh, you know, putting the oh, I, radioactive right material in milk... Uh, releasing here's, radioactive LA, waste. here's a
1: Los Angeles Times article from 1993. The graduate student at the University of Rochester fed, uh, uh, fed radioactive milk to children, one of whom developed thyroid cancer, while other researchers injected radioactive material into psychiatric patients in the San Francisco and... Uh, in San Francisco and prisoners in San Quentin.
0: Yeah. And before you say, well, these were colleges carrying out experiments, universities, no, they were government. They were government programs run by these colleges. So it was funded by department of energy. The department Department of of
1: energy still has a human radiation experiments website. Yeah. It's right there. If you're on watching us on YouTube, I pulled it up. It's, ehssenergygovernor dot forward slash ohre uh, for the office of human radiation experiments yes
0: yeah, so so whether or not you accept you know the 9/11 theories and all these other you know other alternative explanations other than the, the official explanation of some of these things that have happened okay whether or not you accept that. To dismiss out of hand, like this is crazy, because government government wouldn't do something like that. To dismiss that that out of hand, that is actually the crazy part because it runs counter to to history and mm-hmm. evidence we have of these things happening uh, throughout our throughout American
1: history. So Ellen Weiss, the director of the Department of Energy's Office of Human Radiation Experiment, says it's clear as far as individual experiments go there is some work that some work that would not be done today under current guidelines the office is investigating and making public facts about the experiments so some of them we would not allow sure so does that not say that some of them are still going on today I mean, how much of this is still going on? And they're trying to determine whether they were ethical or not. The separate advisory committee on human radiation experiments is going to review the experiments and, experiments and determine whether they were ethical. I, I, when we come back after the break, I'm going to show you specific examples of what was going on, and then we can figure out why we got to have a whole new bureaucracy determine whether they were ethical or not. The Chris Head Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here with my husband and co-host JC Hall. We're trying to help you here. We're trying to help you deal with all of your friends when you try to warn them that you don't have to don't believe everything the government says when they try to call you a conspiracy wacko or a tinfoil hat wear why don't you show them some things that the government has really done that they were hiding and maybe still hiding oh but that makes me conspiracy because I don't believe they've actually released all the material. Yeah and not
0: not only done but admitted to doing.
1: Admitted to doing.
0: This is not another conspiracy theory this is the government saying these are the heinous acts that 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 we conducted but
1: but jc they didn't say they were heinous yeah they said i'm saying right we're saying they're heinous but the the office of human radiation experiments i'm just trying to wrap my brain around the fact that we have a federal office of human radiation experiments which
0: which goes to further the point, if they're still equivocating about the nature of what Thank they you. did... Thank you.
1: That's what I'm saying. They're saying some of the experiments may not have been so good and we're trying to determine through this new committee whether they were ethical or not, right? So here's what we're talking about. Feeding radioactive material to mentally disabled children. Enlisting doctors to administer uh, uh, radioactive iron to impoverished pregnant woman, women. Women exposing u.s soldiers and prisoners to high levels of radiation these are all the government programs that were exposed irradiating the testicles of prisoners which caused severe birth defects exhuming bodies from the graveyards to test them for radiation without the consent of the deceased family
0: and notice it's always the the helpless right those unable to resist or the poor or mm-hmm. those that are, that are unaware of what's right. going on.
1: And here, if that's not bad enough, I actually have a photograph of children at a state school who were fed radioactive cereal. By scientists at MIT and Harvard University, directed and funded by the federal government. Now, the the one of the scientists says, in the name of science, members of the club, isn't that great how they call these kids club, uh, would eat cereal mixed with radioactive milk for breakfast or digest a series of iron supplements that gave them radiation equivalents of at least 50 chest x-rays and they did this from 1946 to 1956 and they say scores and this is his report this is the guy doing these experiments scores of retarded teenagers consumed radioactive food to help the researchers better understand the human digestive process now i'm looking at these kids they don't look down syndrome to me can, can they I, don't look retarded to me.
0: Can I mention something? Because then you get, uh, you know, well, it was the 50s and they really didn't truly understand the nature of this radioactive material at the time, blah, blah, blah. But I want to point out something, something critical aside from that. Notice all of the experimentation. Okay. It's always the poor, the mentally handicapped.
1: The uh, prisoners.
0: The prisoners, right? It's always the the low class low-level society now think about this look around at who holds power who reports the news go go search sometimes look at you know whether wh- whatever whatever uh, news uh, network it is uh, go get you a list of the news anchors producers and all this thing okay you'll notice in other words, All of the people putting out the information to explain and tell you what's what in all the situation, they are, and I'm not an Occupy Wall Street guy, I'm not an anti-rich guy, I'm pro-capitalism, but they're all members of the most elite segment of society okay so you have the elite experimenting on the low class of society and then the elite are telling you what you ought to think about it and what was done about it and, and giving you all your information I have the solution. how do you trust that in the first place
1: i have a solution okay we have no con- constitutional authorization for a Department of Energy. And we certainly don't have a constitutional authorization for a Department of Human Radiation Experiments. These are the kind of things that we will continue to experience in America when American federal government is not limited in its power by the delegation of the Constitution. Because you see, when you will let them occupy power that does not belong to them, they There is no limit to their authority. And that's how you get human radiation experiment uh, departments. Well, God bless you guys. We will see you next week.